Hey guys. Hey, welcome back. This is the Blacklight Podcast. We're so excited that we're back here. What? What's so funny, Levi? I don't know, man. Just... What are you laughing at, man? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm laughing at. <laughs> just laughing as soon as I say, <laughs> welcome back to the Blacklight. And he starts laughing. Uh, Levi, do you... Um, do you do you talk to your clients while you're shooting them? Like, like in the middle. I, I'm talking about camera chatter. Do you camera do, chatter? Cam, is that cam, a, is that the official term? I'm a, I'm officially officializing. It. Ad is coining the term camera chatter. Camera chatter. It's what you do when you are camera up to your eye, directing your clients or talking to them or whatever you're doing while also shooting simultaneously. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Do you okay. do this? I I do camera chatter. My camera chatter is more or less nonsense. Ooh, what, do you, <laughs> what do you mean nonsense? So, okay, like so I had to go back a little bit. You probably have picked this up from the podcast, all you listeners out there, just that um, sometimes I can mumble. Sometimes I can speak very quickly. Um, sometimes I can do a combination of those plus many other weird speech things. Sure, sure, sure. So especially when I get really excited or have an idea, it can be really hard for me to get all of my ideas out clearly at one time. You it's, say all the words at one time. Yeah, it's like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so when I'm doing camera chatter, I feel like I typically... Um, I start one thought and I finish with a different thought. And there's so no... So give me an example of this. I, like, I, I wish I could do it right now, but I, I don't think I can just like make it up on the spot. Um, but Are you just like, hey... Okay, Go over uh, there and eat apple uh, chili fries. <laughs> that's, that's the photo equivalent of what it is. It's like it starts off with like directions and then it like turns into something that's like kind of untranslatable. Yeah. And on, on top of that, there's a lot of mumbling and I also talk under my breath a little bit, not like in a bad way, just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you still do this? Like to, yes, yeah. to this day. Like, I, I can't not not do it. Yeah, I tried, and I'm just. I think it's because like I'm trying to communicate so much stuff in such a short amount of time. I feel this like rush, like. Bruh. Well, I feel like it's it's accessing different sides of your brain. Yeah, like the creative side, you have to like get it out there, you know, and then just have a conversation. But it's an idea. Yeah. It's not necessarily a conversation yet, and so you have to like really quickly be like, all right, how do I turn this into? This is what I want you to do, in because in this time. In camera chatter, when I'm like the photographer, because it's like you're a different person. Right. You're like photo self or whatever. I (laughs) never, it never ends that I cannot remember my couple's names. But I know my couple's names, but I think it's because I'm in a different side of my brain that I'm just like, uh, okay, I have to take a second. And it looks like I'm thinking but I'm really just thinking of what their names are. I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me think, let me think. Um, guys, give me a second. Let me think about this. All right. And so, because I, I don't want to say, hey, groom, yeah. go over here. Or like, I do it sometimes where I'm like, all right, just hug your husband or something <laughs> like that. But in my mind, it's because I can't remember the names <laughs> because I'm in the middle of camera chatter. And I'm like, I'm thinking creatively and my mind is not thinking like, Realistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what uh, I think. It's actually hilarious. No, um, it's, it's horrible. So, so you well, say, well, random. so I feel like my my camera chatter is like it's some of it's random, some of it's also um, this duality where like at one part I'm opening a conversation with them mm-hmm. or I'm talking to them, I start photographing, and so it goes from this like dialogue into a monologue 
into a di- into a dialogue again, like between, and I think it's like navigating that road. It's like I'm realizing I'm talking, I'm talking with you, I'm talking with you, I'm talking at you, I'm talking at you, I'm talking at you, I'm talking with you. Like, and there's weird ways of like, of being like those things I'm trying to like navigate as well too, because like I usually start like by talking to them, ask them questions, and I'll start directing them, and then like something I see the slight certain way, and I like I'll be like, okay, uh, turn turn to your left, turn a little more to your left, okay, turn right, okay. Um, my, and like yeah. I don't even know, like in my head, I'm even just thinking of that. I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm trying to get across, but I don't know how to even. I'm yeah. visualizing. I'm like, uh, right hand up. Uh, yeah. Like because normally like, we can be eloquent, but yeah. then at this time, I really think it's that brain thing yeah. where we're just thinking differently, and then like, and then you have to like tell them to turn to the right, and your right is their left, right. and their left. So you have to turn it around in your head, and then all this stuff, and and so it just gets confusing right in the middle of shooting. You're just right. like, okay, all right. Now, Joe, turn to your right and put your left arm, you know, it's like, like, um, so what I'm trying to do though, is I'm trying to ease into this new, like, again, this is definitely trying, not actually doing, I'm trying to slow things down a lot, just a little more that late night FMDJ voice, like, hey y'all, let's just. Do this instead. Oh, is that your like, best FM DJ no, voice? Just, I want to hear your best impression of an FM DJ when we have everything to do. This. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Welcome to the Black Light Podcast. <laughs> I feel like you should be smoother. You have to use smoother words like uh, greetings. That's not smooth words. Greetings is very. <laughs> that's not smooth at all. Greetings. Hello. Is like, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I feel bad. Okay, for I your feel embarrassed. Wife. I feel bad for your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this Anyways. is uh, okay. AD and Levi. We're here with the. Uh, okay. No, okay. No. No. Now, now you got to do fun for real. No, that was my real one. No, we got to do do, a, a, do your smooth greeting. Okay. That's my smooth greeting. It's not that much different than my actual greeting. Okay, so you're, what you're saying is that your FMDJ voice is what you use all the time. I'm continually in FM mode. <laughs> yeah. No AM DJ here. Um, where was I going with this? Okay, anyway, what I was saying is just that, yes, the direction part. So I'm trying to slow it down and be much more, like, precise. Like, oh, yeah, do this. And kind of flowing things into, like, motion, where it's, like, it's right. more about motion than it is about the one directive um, Okay. Direction. Motion in. Well, I'm actually trying to have my couples do a lot more motion in in their posing direction, because right. I want them to actually have like a structure with to operate within instead of being like, "Hey, put your right hand up here, sure, put your left sure. hand here, and then like have a hug or some of that." Where it's like very like flat. I want to be like, "Hey, here's how we create like a scene that mm-hmm. we can like we can play into, we can step into, step out of, we can move around it, we can do stuff with it," but. The scene is still happening, even if I don't have to tell them. Some sort of activity exactly. inside of whatever space you have curated for right. them to go into. I like that. Like, yeah. And it's hey, not like anything crazy. It's just simple. Yeah. No, I think I've been thinking a lot about like uh, distance. Like distance is a big part of uh, my couple. Not all of them, but sometimes you hear that story. Like, how'd you guys meet? And they're like, oh, we met on, we met long distance we had a long distance relationship for like two or three years and you're like oh dang that's crazy um but distance is a big part about how they relate to each other and then so i feel like in my job i want to put that into their photographs obviously i want to give pictures of them together but i also want to create spaces in which their distance somehow shows up and so i've tried it in two different ways one was doing that I haven't really showed a lot of images from it with that deconstructive project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tell me. Where it was I like, me. Um, 
one side was we'll have I have the couple in the same frame but in an area in which they can't see each other and then in that frame I'll say hey I want you to mimic what you think a hug feels like because knowing that that's what the relationship would have been like at some mm. point they would have to thought of think about that and so maybe that goes further and it was interesting one of those photos the couple did that and um the the way they hugged each other the way they did it you could have pieced them together into mm. an actual like photograph like into a hug and I was like oh that's interesting i'm not sure where that goes yeah. yet but i want to start thinking through that or just one of the one of the couples described their relationship as as like uh, solid in like he's like my rock in the vastness mm. or something like that she said something like that these are my clients i love them you know <laughs> but uh and i was like oh, okay that's interesting how you know and so we went to this mountaintop and just having them singular or or, or very small um in, in the midst of the the crazy mountains and the wind blowing mm. but then their lug their love is like their hug is constant or whatever their um and so it's something i think about but even through that, I think my camera chatter is horrible. <laughs> Do you have like, any examples for us of your camera chatter? Well, on on the good side, whenever I'm feeling great, I think I do what you do. Because my first go-to is to say, hey, I'll find a pretty space. Like I'll, I'll do, like, hey, you guys stand here. And I'll just say, hey, guys, love on each other. Just be affectionate, and I will do the rest. Just really just go for it. You know, just like, I want you guys to be affectionate with your hands and, you know, little kisses and do your thing. And then I will, I'll literally like leave the scene and go do other things and then shoot around and then come back. And then I'll shout at them from like some thing that I'm shooting through. Do that again. Oh, kiss her on the head or something. So I think I get really like excited and I want them to know that I'm excited. Like, yeah, guys. Yeah, that was great. And so it seems like extremely odd and like voyeuristic. It does. Seem odd. <laughs> it does. It seems like really voyeuristic in a way because <laughs> because I start shouting from like some odd space. I'm like, yeah, that was great. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do that again. You know, like oh, I'm like oh, I don't want to. That, that, why? Sometimes when I'm in that space, I'm like, why is this my life? Like, <laughs> <why>? <laughs> I, I think that's it too. Is like yeah. I'm not proud of who I am in this moment. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to be watching people kiss like. <laughs> Kiss her again. I'm like, oh, this is in me. I'm so glad that you said that because I don't think yeah. I've ever replied to somebody that, that that's kind of how it feels like. At that, at that time, I'm like, I don't like myself yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, not that it's a problem, but it's like kind of like, like, how do we make that space? Because I know some people are like very, do you, do you, do you let every do you let them know that every photo that you take, no matter what, how good it is, that it's good? Or do, would you tell them if something didn't work? Like, I would tell them it didn't work. You tell them, yeah, like, but uh, I, how do you do Like I, I always put the onus on myself, so to speak. So I'd be like, oh, I want to try something. And say, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't work. Um, and and I feel like I'm, I'm... But I also feel like my clients, they kind of trust me to do that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this is one for you. So yeah, we'll just see if it works. And then if it works, I'm like, yeah, this is freaking awesome. And if not, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah like, I was in the wrong spot. Or like, I think my lights, the lights are a little bit, I said that, I said that, I always say things like, oh, it looked awesome, but the light didn't, wasn't what I wanted it to be. So something that's not them. And so I, I always communicate like, if it didn't work, it's not because you guys aren't working. It's because yeah. there's a variable. This is during the shoot. During you're the shoot, yeah. So, so you're like kind of defining expectations, yeah. like while you're, you're like, hey, okay, this one didn't work, but yeah. 
yeah, we tried it or yeah. whatever. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I I do that sometimes, but I think my face does it a lot more <laughs> than me. <laughs> yeah, like because I'm shooting something and normally I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so great. And then sometimes I'm just like, all right, let's go to the next thing. Like, <laughs> I, I won't say anything. I'm like, oh, okay, let's just go. And I think they know, like, oh, okay, that one didn't work out. But sometimes it did work out. I just don't think to say anything because yeah. I'm in that other space. I'm like, I'm creating. I don't. I don't want to talk to you right now. Like I'm, which is weird, but, um, yeah. But I mean, I do think there's this like, I have found though that like the more I connect with my clients in a relational level, or maybe so, the more that they trust me with what they're with what's going on. I just I do feel like there's that lot more a deeper level of being able to create something where it's like, hey, we're just gonna make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a pressure or a stress, and like on, I don't know, I just I feels more relaxed in the creative space where there's more room for like quietness room for like silence room for like mistakes room for things to just evolve but right. and that's I'm trying to figure out too is this I think a lot of that is dependent upon trust and so if I'm in a space where I'm shooting someone for like an engagement session and I meet them that same day I don't know I'm, I'm trying to think about how I establish trust in a way that's meaningful um, but also in a way like maybe it's maybe that means like getting out going out for drinks with them or, or doing other stuff or maybe it's saying hey we're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna do a session but we're gonna have to like all be away for a night like to do this like we shoot the night and then we shoot in the afternoon blue light and then we shoot in the, in the sunrise and make it more of an experience obviously having to charge for that as well too but saying like this is what you, what you're part of what you're paying for is the connection and the experience of that where you're going to be in this space to mm-hmm. I, that's what i'm trying to figure out i was like i feel like i do get the best images i have i have gotten when there's that level of trust but like but do you feel like how do you think they're better because you also connected with them? Maybe, so you connect to the images? Maybe. And, but I mean, like, if I feel that way and I'm, like, critical of my work, then I feel like they would probably definitely feel that way, that there's yeah. a deeper connection to it. And sure. so trying to find out how do I make it worthwhile to my couples or is it, is it worthwhile to the couples that I'm, connect, that I'm trying to actually have book me to actually spend this amount of time? That's a big investment of time. Yeah. Um, Which I think I'm the opposite. Not that I don't want to connect with my clients because I do, but when I learned I was a second shooter for yeah. years and so I never knew anything about my clients. I never knew their names sometimes. I never knew their story. I just knew I need to take amazing photos for them. Yeah. And so some of my best photos, I don't know anything about mm-hmm. them. You know, or even like the guests at the wedding, some of my favorite photos of guests, I, obviously I don't know the guests. And right. it's like, hey, come over here, stand over here. And so I'm, you know, a little bit of the opposite. Because sometimes I think... You get to know the people really well, and then they're still like kind of dry, or yeah, you know, or whatever true. your version. I had to check myself at this last wedding, you know, I did, which I loved, but the couples, their affection was very like not minimal, but it's just not the way I would be affectionate. Right. And so, you know, I, you know, obviously I'm like waiting for this kiss or this like grand hug or this grand expression of love, but you could tell that the way that they worked together was very like, you know, hey, how's it going? You good? Like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And it was just very small. And yeah. so their their outward expression was also small. Right. And, it, you know, or just, it wasn't grand in the way that I was, you know. And so at first I was like, all right, I want you to give her the biggest kiss, you, you know, or something like that. And then I was like, Oh wait, AD, it's fine. They yeah. can they they called me to photograph their love. They right. know what it looks like. And so. I mean, I think it's a really good a good observation in the fact that I think everyone's expressions of you know how they show affection is different. And oftentimes we want we can, many many photographers feel like are only good at one thing. They can mm. only photograph one 
kind of big, expressive, like high energy, like love or like high, like, um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. High yeah. energy love. To speak. It's like they and have so, one go-to move. Like, right. all right, put your heads together, mm-hmm. you know, or, but, yeah, which so is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. But to try to like, and, but if you try to take a couple and translate that into this, like every, every couple may not fit into those gestures, so to speak. Right. I think that's the thing is like, we, you know, we have to be able to read a room and be able to read like what, what's, what will work and how do we work to make that possible with every, with make it possible for each couple to get what they represents them versus trying to make every couple look like their love or interactions or affection is all just one kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. No, I, I think I had a go-to move. Maybe it was like that. Was it like a, a dip and kiss? A dip and kiss? <laughs> no, it definitely was not a dip and kiss. Because that doesn't always work with like, I am oversized. So I can say that with oversized couples, you know, some of those moves, they don't always like, they can't, they can't make it work. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Are you, what are you laughing at? I'm anyway? laughing because I know it's true. Yeah. yeah. And so you have to be like ready to like say, oh, okay. You know, what does your love look like? What do mm-hmm. you guys do to be affectionate? Kiss however you would kiss because if, because their body types are different, mm-hmm. you know? And so I have to be ready for that. Like, um, and so it's, I, I remember that happening to me one day where I was like, okay, do this. And like, they, they, they could not do that. <laughs> and I was like, stop. You know, I'm not, well, anyway, whatever. No, no, no. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I just, I, I, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And speaking of that, I'm on a diet right now. I just wanted to tell you earlier. Oh yeah? How's it going? Uh, well, <laughs> It's a challenge with my friend uh, on the East Coast. Oh, yeah, Jeremy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I have to, uh, for every pound over 200, we are at the end of the year. We have to pay the other person $20 per pound. And so I'm like at 220 something right now. Jeremy, I'm pretty sure, like on Facebook, it looks like he's really thin right now. So he's done really well. But, and I did well like a month ago or two months ago. I guess I was on a diet. I've been trying all year to like get it down. Do you, do you have a goal in mind? Under 200. I just need to get under 200 by January 1st. Okay. Yeah. That means I have to lose a pound pretty much every day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're not that's not healthy. But I'm, yeah, it's not healthy. It's not about being healthy. It's about, being, <laughs> it's about not losing money. <laughs> it's about being rich. So at the end, at this last wedding, I was shooting with a, with a guy named Pavel, actually. He listens to the podcast. What's mm-hmm. up, Pavel? Um, and he was, uh, it was in Chicago, and I, and I didn't eat the vendor meal. I ate, like, some, some meat out of the vendor meal, mm-hmm. and then I had, like, a shake that I brought with me and some apples and nuts. Are you that, doing keto right now? No, I'm not doing keto. I'm just doing... Just uh, this thing called Arbon that one of the, my uh, my friend Virginia is helping me with. Oh, okay, yeah. And so I'm just like every day I'm just like being crazy, and I'm like I'm gonna eat uh, veggies and meat. So last night dinner was like a bowl of veggies. And when did you start actively being like I'm gonna I'm gonna before this Chicago? Stuff. Okay, like I'm like, so like a, a week, a week yeah, or so. A week okay. Ago. How, yeah. Have you lost weight in that week? I haven't checked. Okay, yeah. So I'm sure I have because I had the wedding and then mm-hmm. I went to the art museum and all like I was I did a lot of stuff in Chicago. But. Can I make this more interesting for you? Uh, sure, bro. If you make it under two hundred, not only will you not have to pay Jeremy, I will give you fifty bucks. Fifty dollars. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's see here. So I will actually make. You actually make money. Well, depending on how where Jeremy is. Yeah. All right. Cool. And I'll, I'll make it even more interesting. 
If you stay there until March, I'll give you another 50. 50? What am I? What am I, small potatoes here? Why don't you up to 50? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, am I not good enough for you? No, no, that's really nice. All right. What if so, all the listeners said that they would give me $1? <laughs> if Okay, I mean, <clears throat> listeners, how much would you give AD? Under <laughs> <laughs> 200. Everyone's like, I don't care what he weighs. <laughs> that could be a thing, though, if, if in March I'm still under 200 from January to March. I mean, that's yeah. a big deal. That's yeah. awesome. That'd be seriously yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's not going to happen, but. Don't oh. say that. Yeah, it's not gonna happen now. With that attitude. But no, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna, you know, I'm literally in workout clothes right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Speaking of, we should get back to working out. Yeah, man. You yeah. want to get back on it? I want to get back on it. So here's, um, yeah, I I found out that I have high cholesterol. Oh, I'm sorry. So I need to lower my cholesterol. So I am also eating really clean. Should be like, okay. Let's minimize cholesterol intake, minimize dairy, minimize you know additional salt and stuff like that. Just trying to be really intentional. Um, but there's like you also got to be exercising a lot too. So um, I biked home from work yesterday. Dang, bro, it's so, not it's not warm. I know it was it was pretty cold. Um, it was, but the thing is, it's only twenty five minutes from my house to okay yeah. to here. Only twenty five minutes biking in the freezing temperatures. Okay, I mean like. Temperatures, yeah, the temperatures were it was cold, but assuming it gets warmer at some point in our history, and assuming that the earth warms up again, yeah, winter ends, it'd be like uh, nice to. I'm with nice you. To that. So I I'm think not, that's it's awesome. good to know that, like, okay, I could bike here in less than half an hour, and because sometimes if I leave when I leave, it can take me 20 minutes to get in the car, which is stupid because it's only two miles away or three miles, maybe three miles with the roads, but it's not that far to get here. Yeah, it just. Um, yeah, just I think biking. I think that's awesome. So yeah, all to say, I'm trying to exercise better. I'm trying to eat healthier. That's that was the whole point. All right, um, we'll so, make yeah. a plan and we're gonna start working out. Er day. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> what? Okay, well let's talk, we'll talk about it off the air. Well, you, no, we'll talk about. <laughs> I think we need to talk. We need to talk about it on the air. Maybe the, the listeners need to give you a little incentive. <laughs> if uh, yeah, yeah, if you have high cholesterol every day, we're gonna battle it every day. Okay, well. What 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 times would work? Listen, anytime. I'm a photographer. <laughs> what, what works for you? <laughs> anyway, okay. I think we'll we'll talk about it off the air. Actually, we're talk about it right now because we'll take a short break. But when we come back, I have a question about uh, why you shoot the way you shoot. All I'm right. not I'm not kidding. Okay. So we'll come uh, back and we'll, we'll talk in right a sec. Back. And we're back. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? Happy editing out there. And happy holidays. It's holiday season. It's the season of the holidays. It's the season of the holidays. Uh, quick story. When I was in college, I wrote... Uh, so I really, really love Christmas. I really, really love Santa Claus. And, like, I just love the feeling. And so I wrote... had a, I had to do a uh, presentation, like a speech. I was in, a, like, a speech class. And... I had a talk, public speaking class, that's what it was. And we had to talk about some famous figure, real or um, fiction. I picked Santa Claus. And I I wrote this like fairly bombastic speech about Santa Claus and the reason for the season. And I was like, we all know the feeling that when, uh, you know, when the pine cones, you know, start to fall and 
the you know it's snowing outside and there's you know you can smell it in the air there's this like zeitgeist like there's this feeling of christmas where people just want to give and they're smiling and they're saying hello um and it culminates in these three words and i like in the middle of class i was like ho 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 and outside i had my roommate who was also a jolly uh jolly of weight <laughs> you know sure and he had a santa claus costume in the whole nine yards like baby powder in his eyes and a beard and everything. And uh, so he uh, he knew that at the third hoe, he was going to bust in the room and hand can- candy canes out to everybody. And so I was like, oh, oh, oh. And everybody was looking at me like, what is wrong with this guy? But as soon as I said that third hoe, he bust in the room. He's like, ho, ho, ho. And the girl next to the door, like, she, like, screamed and jumped because she went, nobody was ready for it. It yeah. was very random. It was like, <laughs> you know, I, and uh, he came in and everybody's laughing and he gave candy canes to the uh, to the teacher. The teacher was like, oh, are you uh, are you bribing me, AD? And I'm like, it's the, tis the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but. Did you get an uh, A in that? Oh, I definitely got an A in that. <laughs> It was a very fun. That I sounds do, awesome. That's how much I love Santa Claus and Christmas time. So, uh, all right, here's my important question, or um, I, I don't know if I'm how to phrase it properly, but I, I'm, I'm just wondering uh, about your thoughts on composition. Just composition for composition's sake. What? How important is composition to? A photograph, or to you and your photographs, mm. what is you know what do we? Yeah, I feel like composition is one of those things that uh, it's, a, it's a taste element because I feel like you you can't always like define what a good composition may be. Sometimes you can, but you mean I, okay, so. Like rule of thirds, you, you yeah, feel I mean, like, there's, yeah, yeah. There's all those like obviously the rule, the rules that you can apply. But I think in terms of just general composition, you may not be able to know inherently like, oh, this is going to make a good composition every time. But I feel like you can look at a photo and be like, yeah, it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. So I feel like composition is this thing where you can. I think it's elusive in the sense that you, you maybe you can't define it, but you can also look at something and recognize that it doesn't have it. it doesn't have that X factor. Hmm. Maybe so to say X factor, X factor. Um, I really try to be intentional with composition, but I also feel like when you're working with people, people are moving and there's motion and stuff like that too. And there's a lot of different things that are happening. Composition is a, like a dance because it's not just involving you, the photographer that are just, you know, like, yes, it it does involve you, of course, but like how things are, are, are framed is one, your direction, but also how well your students are taking direction then what you do with what they do with your direction. Mm -hmm. So that can be, you know, angles and lines and leading lines. And it can be like the way that limbs are, are shaped and how you got people into those things. But so I think that composition to me is like, it's important, but it's trying to, and that's what I think is this, like that when it goes back to that level of trust, that's kind of more of what I'm, what I'm ultimately getting at is I want to make compositions that are interesting and things that positions or you know, directions that is interesting. But to do that, I've got to also um, be participating in what's happening. I've got to kind of be like trying things out and seeing what's working and also reacting to how my subjects are acting. Mm-hmm. So I feel like composition for me is a kind of an ever-growing, ever-blossoming like blossoming part of my 
my photography that it's something that I do, but it's also something that I have to adapt to as well. Like I, I can't just walk into a scene and be like, I want this, 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 this. At least, I mean, you could, but I don't think that's how my style is set up. So it makes it harder to communicate those expectations to, to people like this. I need this, this, and this, and then composition, set up, organize, align, everything's perfect, snap. Which is why I feel like I don't always do as well with like grid style shots or things like um, like the daily carry looks or like, you know, even detail shots at weddings, like the when they lay out like the um, invitation suites and stuff like that. Right. Um, because I don't feel like I have the inherent like start design stuff. Like, yeah, like this is what needs to happen with this. It needs to look this certain way. It needs to be, this is an art direction behind it. Um, I can see it and be like, yep, that's right. That looks good. Or I can be like, but I don't know if I can always get there myself. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm not sure that's answering the question at all. No, I think just your thoughts on it. I, Mm -hmm. when you're talking about uh, photographing those uh, invitation suites Mm -hmm. or the paper products and stuff, um, I think that's something I had to learn to appreciate for a while. I was just like, I don't, that's not something I want to on my wall. I I only want to shoot things that I want to put on my wall for my clients. And then understanding, okay, well my wall, they put a lot of time and money into this thing. And so trying to make it different or trying to make it how I would make, how I would like it. Right. Uh, And those are very compositional. Those, those paper product shots, it's like you and composition. What, Mm -hmm. what, how is it correct? You know, I like that you said that, you know, like, is this right? Or something like that. And I think that's something we all have as photographers is a sense of right and wrong or a sense of X factor. I don't think, I think when I first started, I always thought that that X factor was composition. And I think now there's a few other things that lends itself to uh, the, you know, the punctum or stadium of an image. And we can talk about that another time. But, um, but thinking about, uh, how important composition is. I, I remember my buddy, we were all street shooting uh, in New York a few years ago, Ross Harvey. He was shooting, and he, amazing photographer, and he took a photo of, uh, like, this extremely compositionally strong and complicated photo of, like, these lay, like a family inside of a car, and then across the street some people were in a car, and you could see these silhouettes and blah, blah, blah. And he, we were, he was showing us the photo uh, as a group at our Airbnb, and he was like, actually, I wasn't staying there, but at the Airbnb that everybody else was staying at. Um, he was showing them, and everyone's like, yeah, it's whatever. And he was like, wait, I don't understand why this photo is not strong. It's very strong, and he and and I didn't understand why it it wasn't either. He's like, and I think I remember him saying, I feel like in thirty years this photo will be strong. Because it would have had this other air of nostalgia, just be like, just because it was from today made it not interesting. Right. But the composition was amazing. Like the composition was crazy. Like the things that he got in it, at the right, all the right places in the photograph, like a proper street photo. Done. Yeah. You know, street photos are very compositionally run. But I think, you know, at a, at some point, there's a line between photographs that are tricks. Like, it's like a magic trick. Like, oh, cool, you did that weird thing. But it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't want to see, I don't necessarily want to see it again. I don't want to stay with it. I don't want it on my wall. I think it's, I think it's magical. I think mm-hmm. I, I'll go to the show and I'll, I want to look at it. I'll look at the post, but I don't want to keep it with me forever. And yeah. that X factor is paramount over 
composition. But for me, composition is still key to every good frame. Or maybe is composition key to every good frame? Are there frames out there that I mean, so are compositionally weak but are still strong? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I think it, that's the thing today. I think we're encountering is that if you have the right subject in the right location and everything that is in, in present in the image is beautiful, you can have a beautiful photograph, but it doesn't mean that the photo is interesting. Hmm. And I think that's something that we. Like you get a, you know, and I think you know exactly what kind of foot I'm talking about. You can probably picture it. It's like beautiful couple, beautiful location, beautiful arch, something like that, overlooking a like amazing beach in like Bali or in Hawaii or something. Like we've seen that photo a million times. It's not interesting. It's just a beautiful photograph, and it can still be a beautiful photograph and not be interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think what we've confused is, is the fact that a beautiful photograph isn't an interesting photograph and I just don't think that's the case I think we can look at something that's incredible and it's beautiful and like I want to experience that and yeah of course there's nothing there's literally nothing wrong with that in any way but if our goal is to be um, at that point my question comes down to like if are are really actually creating something or are we just showcasing or documenting something that already was that we had no we had nothing no part in the creative process of sure and that Again, there's still value. There's still value in it. I mean, it doesn't mean. I mean, you still have to be a good good photographer to, to grab that kind of a shot. Make I think we do good. both. We do oscillate both, yeah. between photographing, right. we're, we're creating something, or just taking right. a historical document shot of like, hey, this is what was there. Right. You know, this is a detail, and then this is this is me showing you what was there, and that I was also there. Right. Like, I and, was there, and this is how. And I think that that's where I think composition is that is that magic between it at all whereas a composition is to say like not only is this is, is this beautiful i found a way to make it look interesting i mm-hmm. found a way to yeah to your, like you just said like this was this stuff was there and it happened but i also was there that's the the catalyst like if yeah. i wasn't there you would not have this look um well i think and i think it's important to say too that composition isn't the only way we do that right because i think there's so many like little I think we, you know, I, I told you this before that some one of the guys I used to shoot with was like, he bought a new camera and it was like the step up of, from like the 700 to the 800 or something. I don't know, something like that. And I was like, hey, what'd you do on the plane when we were going somewhere? And he's like, uh, I just read the manual to the book. I was like, wait, what? You read, you read the manual to your camera? Like, why would you do that? You already know how to shoot. And he's like, yeah, but I'm a professional. And I just read, you know, I read the camera to the manual to my new camera. And I was like, what? And, but he was like, no, like I want to know every little thing that this camera can do because it's, I want it to be an extension of me. And so I don't want to be, you know, in a situation where I don't know that a multiple exposure will be the thing that I would do. But since I don't know, I want the camera to get out of my way. So since I don't, since I don't know it technically, Mm -hmm. I'm not able to be there and be present to say, Hey, I was here, you know? And so, if, so composition is one thing, but also you were talking about movement right. and how slow shutters are hot right now. Mm-hmm. People are sort of slowing down their, their camera speeds and showing that movement inside the camera. I think that's another way of saying, hey, I was here. Like mm-hmm. this is, right. It's not just what you saw, but it's how I saw it. Yeah. And so understanding your camera is lends yourself to showing the, showing the world that you were there. Right. You know? And so... And I think that really comes down to this idea of intentionality. Like you going into something saying, I'm trying to make something. That's different than saying, I went into something and I just, I just photographed whatever was in front of me. Right. That's like, 
while it can still be beautiful, one goes in with a purpose and saying like, I like I showed up and I like I made I like made it happen because I came in expecting to like make myself known or make you know make my or make my vision like my to create ideas. something yeah to create yeah, to give exactly yeah. like that's more that's that's the easy way to say it. like I came in to create yeah not just to observe and I think that's where composition does stand out if you have your composition you can go and you can create. And that, yeah, I feel like you can go into a room. There's Eric. I feel like Eric can go into a paper bag and come out with an image. Like, that's how mm-hmm. good I think Eric Clausen is. Yeah. Like, I think he's one of the, compositionally, he's one of the strongest photographers I've ever met. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one of the only ones that if I shoot with him, he'll outshoot me, which I will rarely say that. Like, but very consistently, he will outshoot me because the way he, he'll compose something. And I was, I was just like, dang it, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, like I, or just like the way he's like, he's constantly there in every image. It's like, dang it, like you know, he's so good. And so, uh, it's it's interesting to see him work because he, you don't, you might not know what he's doing, but then right. when you look at his files, you're like, man, he showed up. Like he's, yeah. he created something. He was there, and I just took a picture of the kiss. You know, like, mm-hmm. and it, I, I mean. Not that that's what makes a, a, a strong photographer, but for me, he is strong because of that. Like, that's his slant in right. the world. I think some of us are strong because of how we shoot the things that are right in front of us. Right. You know, we yeah. shoot them beautifully, and okay, it's beautiful. It's not necessarily some interesting composition. It's just correct. Right. And so correct that it's like, all right, well, you're good, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think that, that's incredibly insightful. I think you're right about... about Eric and the way he sees like his compositions, I look at it and I'm like, I don't know how like I if I looked at I've you know looked through one of his weddings and be like I I'd be happy if my entire portfolio was that strong. And that's just like, one of and his that's weddings. just like one of his weddings. Yeah. I mean, if my portfolio was this strong of like this variety and attention to all my images, that I'd be stoked. And the fact that he every single wedding seems to be like insanity. Yeah. Is I think just showcases that that is his strength. Yeah, like his no, strength is seeing the world in a way that people, other people don't see it. Yeah, he's definitely, you know, I don't know. He's he's uh, it's remarkable, yeah. and I and he knows it, but I don't think he knows it to the extent that you know. I th- you know I'm just like bro, like dang it, like just image after image is like mm-hmm. baller, 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 like dang it, mind blowing. Um, which is awesome, I think. And I think there are some other people that do it in different ways. Right. You know, where composition isn't their strength, but they have other strengths. And maybe that's something we can start talking about or, like, the strengths that, you know, some people employ in order to make their photography interesting. Right. Or, you know, like, you know, like, Tomas, I think uh. he's compositionally strong, but he also has this other, like, sort of aesthetic to his work that, yeah. that makes him strong. Did I ever show the photos I got back from him? Uh, I think you, you showed me some on Instagram. I should like, yeah, yeah. But like like I, your personal? Yeah, like, they're like freaking awesome. The ones that he took from me when I was in Vancouver. They're like, yeah, like yeah. incredible. Yeah, and some. But yeah, it's like, it's in a, I said like, this is the vision I want. And essentially like what I told him was like, I just want you to do what you, what you do. Here's what I'm thinking. And I was, it was awesome. Like he yeah. really made it happen. Anyways. Um, yeah, no, he's amazing. And I think I, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Talking about, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, guys, uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on composition? What do you What do you love? Uh, I think we'll make Eric our photographer of the week. Eric Clausen, photographer of the week. Yeah, Eric Clausen, and um, 
It's it's sad to me that people don't really know Eric's work anymore because I feel like he he's no longer uh, as well known as he as he used to be. Yeah, well, he's he's coming back. He's like, yeah, he's not as well known as he used to be, but he I think for a while he worked for a different company, um, but now he's like uh, doing his thing. He's on the teaching circuit. He's you know he's putting out like some crazy images. I showed you that one last last, last week. Where, you know, it was like this bride, like, looking backwards or something. Did I show it to you? I don't think you did. Oh, I must have, Who was I talking to? Uh, it's also... For those of you that don't know who Eric is, his name is spelled E-R-I-K. Uh, and then it's C-L-A-U-S-E-N, Eric Clausen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so for a while, he was known as Poser Image. Yeah, I think uh, it was, like, I Am Poser was his website. Yeah. Yeah. And then now it's ericclausen.com. Yep. And uh, just the theme and the way he looks at his work and how well thought through it is guys go check it out it's amazing it's uh, uh it, it, just look at look at it for there's a lot of depth there but look at it for composition too if you're like you know it's very inspiring it's one of the the guys that inspired me to create differently and try to see differently mm-hmm. um still not just when i got started but like today if i see eric's images i'm like okay i gotta go to the end of this wedding and like and slay it yeah uh yeah, still remember some of the weddings I shot with him, and he just or he he just like he slayed me. And that's it's not common, like, but it, it really bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dang it, Eric. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's cool. yeah. So yeah, check, check him out, out. Check out Clausen. Also, uh, yeah, we are still we we put this call out and we haven't really got much response, which is fine. But uh, if you have voice memos, ways to clue us in or send us a message, we, like we get messages, but if you want to drop a voice memo, that's a great way to like put some thoughts out there. We're going to air it for you to listen to it. Yeah, well. we'll put it on the air, talk about it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on composition? What are your thoughts on anything? We got some people talking to us. Some yeah. I, told, I haven't told you yet, but had some ideas about some ideas for the podcast. And so I'll, I'll tell you about that off, off air, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Anyway, great conversation. AD. Uh, Good story. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Get at us guys. Uh, leave us a review too on, um, on iTunes or on Google play or, or Archer, what, Archer, <laughs> anchor, 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 anchor. That's, anchor that's, yeah. That's where we host. But, yeah. uh, Whatever, whatever, whatever you can, just go whatever, however you listen to us. Give us a review. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, you know, give us that that rating so we can uh, hopefully reach more people. Yeah. All right. Cool. It's been a killer week, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace.